Hello and welcome to the Be Awesome podcast where we discover ways of becoming our most awesome selves. Diets that word usually has me stopping in my tracks. The word diet has come to mean exclusions to a military level to some of my indulgences rather than of moderation and a mindful systematic approach to food consumption. On top of this, I see some crazy regimes being talked about on social platforms which really has me running for the hills. Frankly, I don't have the willpower to do it. But why should I need willpower to set a new routine if I can approach food planning as a habit? Instead of seeing red when you hear the word diet, listen on. Welcome to the Be Awesome podcast, Dr. Nikita. You're quite an inspiration on clean eating and holistic approach to food, especially amongst millennials. Thank you so much, Myra. I mean, it's uh, great having this uh, conversation with you. You know, one of the things that have been on our minds, especially at the start of the year, is diets. You know, diets have become a common place in our lives, and most of us are either on diet. or someone like me is constantly fighting my instinct to stay on a diet yeah. so you know i'm we've seen our fair share of diet choices options anytime uh, you look through content and or the newspaper there's there's at least another diet that people are talking about and how it's working for some and you know the the quick fixes that we kind of go through it's super right. confusing while trying to understand what's best suited for ourselves and i've bet and i bet you have your seen your share of diet choices and options out there yeah so in this uh, podcast episode we would love to kick it off by understanding what a fad diet is according to you uh okay so you know what the first thing when you talk about diet itself i mean not talking exactly about fad diet but the word diet i think in everyone's mind is only related to weight loss you know the minute they start using phrases like i'm on a diet or uh, you know i'm following a particular diet i go to a dietitian everything is related to weight loss and no one is concerned about the health aspects so mm-hmm. fad diet is uh, something you know which is a fad that is basically which is trending at that particular moment trending for a very short period of time which promises uh, quick results or you know uh, which is um, not sustainable on the long run that's what a fad diet is and uh, people fall for it and they love following it because uh, like i said it promises quick results so they want something quick they immediately want to lose weight that's the only intention of a fad diet and then they cannot sustain it for too long so they end up regaining or some other health issues understood what yeah. i'm sure you've seen a few of these kind of fad diets would you like to name a few right so there are many and uh, but uh, for quite a while now i would say a few years the one that's uh, probably trending and a lot of queries i myself get is uh, the keto diet that's mm-hmm. uh, you know a high fat diet and a lot of people are on it though it was initially introduced to treat epilepsy but then uh, because it uh, you know shows really quick results and a lot of people lose weight then it caught on as a trend and people want to follow that diet but i am absolutely against uh, you know keto or any fad diets and then you also have various other diets you have a paleo which is a high protein 
and uh, then you also have uh, vegans now i understand vegans is uh, not a diet it's a type of food habit that you follow but mm-hmm. there are a group of people who want to follow a vegan diet or become a vegan to lose weight you know that's their intention and not because of the you know the reasons or the principle of or the beliefs of veganism so they want right. to not follow or not eat non vegetarian foods or vegetarian because they feel that if i become a vegan i will lose weight because a lot of people who have turned vegan have also said that it benefited their skin and hair and weight so that's caught on and then there are some who follow a vegan diet say 5 days a week and then saturday sunday they're non vegetarian so i really wow. don't understand you know so you're either a vegan or you're not you can't say i am part vegan or partially vegan but uh, that's basically called a flexitarian diet where you're flexible between uh, vegan vegetarian non vegetarian so these are some of them which are common right now i love the word flexitarian <laughs> I, i'm i'm guessing the non vegetarian is, is on the weekends when uh, you're looking to go out and have a yeah, bit of a party yeah yeah definitely I mean it's not only just the non-veg I have a few who even said that uh, I cannot leave my uh, chai you know so they want their milk and that is not there of course uh, for vegans so even that uh, doesn't come under so monday to friday they they skip skip their chai and then saturday sunday they have chai so that as well how fun what's your <laughs> yeah. approach in general to diet and i know you described it as you know people considering it as a weight loss mechanism how do you mm-hmm. approach a diet uh so for me i would say diet is just uh, you know something that is part of your life what you eat every day is your regular diet whether it is healthy or unhealthy or whatever it is what you eat is a diet you know there it shouldn't be called names or it shouldn't be so complicated so when somebody uh, comes to me the first thing i ask them is what are you looking for and of mm-hmm. course majority of the time the answer i get is weight loss but i immediately tell them look i do not work on weight loss diets i'm just going to give you a health diet plan and then weight loss might be a side effect or a bonus of it but my mm-hmm. idea is for you to eventually become independent and make it into a healthy lifestyle so that the diet continues throughout and not that you do it with me for one month or three months and then you know just stop so you should be able to learn from this whole process with me and then take it through uh, life so i would just tell them something that suits you something you're used to having something that fits uh, seamlessly into your uh, life or your routine that's what is um, an ideal diet for you and that's my approach so if somebody comes to me saying i have 10 kg to lose in 2 months or uh, i want keto i want anything i immediately i mean i don't take such clients but i would also try my best to educate them and tell them about why you shouldn't do such plans and then after that if they are convinced that okay we want to take it slow and we will change our lifestyle then i will take them on wonderful so in terms of one approaching a diet you're talking about it more from a lifestyle perspective would that be fair right rather yes, than absolutely. just sticking to a regimen correct correct absolutely and why does that matter because uh, you know i focus a lot on anything being sustainable whether it's following a particular diet plan whether it is exercise uh, whatever you need to do in your life you got to be consistent and consistency will give you you know the best results whether it is even to improve your health or for a better quality of life you got to be consistent so if you're going to follow a diet that gives you results only at that moment 
then once uh, that is done and mm-hmm. then you go back into your regular habits you're going to lose all that effort and progress that you've got you know the past few months so re- even if it is slow i don't mind it i would tell my clients to be really patient with the process but you have to make a lifestyle change typically when i'm on a monitored routine all seems well nikita but i can't always be shepherded so that i don't switch back to my old ways how do i sustain the routine when no one is monitoring me uh yeah so immediately after you you know you've done a plan with any dietitian or yourself uh you shouldn't stop following that routine immediately and get back into your old ways the biggest mistake they do is either reducing the number of times they exercise or uh having a bin you know binge eating or having different cheat meals different meals completely changing their routine this will obviously lead to a sudden weight gain so if you want to inculcate few mm-hmm. cheat meal and not be as strict as you were uh, during that particular time then you need to do it you know slowly so the slower you go there's a lesser chance of weight uh, coming back or bouncing back and some people also think that oh, i've been exercising for a while now if i stop exercise i will gain weight so you're not gaining weight because you stopped exercising the reason you're gaining weight is because you're eating the same way you ate when you were exercising as well but in terms of health if you're going to follow a fad diet or something that's short term it's not there's no guarantee that you will lose only fat there's a high possibility that you will lose water weight you will lose your muscle mass which will eventually bring down your strength and then there could be issues where in higher cases of following a fat diet for a very long time the calcium from your bones can be leached and your bones can be affected your skin texture hair loss and irritability there are a lot of side effects to fat diets as well so that's why i'm completely against it wow i don't think a lot of us understand the ill effects or the health hazards that we might encounter even in the short term or especially consider the long term absolutely yeah uh, as you know weight loss like you said is one issue but what you are suggesting is the long term impact of a fat diet could really leave you in the lurch i was yes. reading this uh, news article the other day about how a actress died from a keto diet because of kidney failure and yes, a lot of people yes. uh, have never considered the stress that the kidney is put on yes because okay. uh, you know a keto diet is uh, what a lot of people are following uh, as of late and they it is giving them results i will not deny but we haven't studied it long enough to know what is going to happen on the long term so there are a set of people who are fine on the diet and it's working for them but then there are also a bunch of people who've been admitted in the hospital so when the side effects are still not proven and we don't know anything i wouldn't want people to risk their lives just for the sake of looking good or losing some weight you know the health is after all what's most important and that's what's going to keep you going for you know for life right if yeah. you, if i may touch on something that you spoke about earlier which is yeah. considering physiology or genealogy mm-hmm. to some extent so yeah. if you're south indian or maybe used to generations of vegetarian eating yes how do you approach diets with both health as well as weight loss in mind so what what are the kind of things that one needs to bear in mind in that case uh see when i work with my clients because all my diets are completely tailor made for each individual and i don't have a fixed uh, format or a template so i completely look into their background their food habits their uh, 
you know their location what are the foods available there the local cuisines and also look at affordability because not everyone can afford a whole bunch of you know food items or ingredients so i'll have right. to look into all of these and uh, whether you're south indian north indian or whether you're vegetarian non vegetarian the plan can absolutely be made in a healthy balanced way it doesn't mean that to have a high protein diet you have to be a non vegetarian you can also make it in a you know vegetarian plan so every plan can be made regardless of your uh, food habits i was reading something the other day where it said eat what your grandmother used to eat yeah why do, why do people recommend eating what generationally you have been used to eating is there any science behind that see though that is a really good line and it really sells well and everybody will say yeah absolutely you know uh, things are so confusing now first you will say eat this eat it so rather go back to our old ways though it's a very good line i would not 100% agree to it because uh, during our grandmother's time i think everyone was very physically active everyone uh, you know they were not at the desk most of the time even if it was doing household chores washing uh, clothes cleaning the house or walking from one store to another everyone was you know more active so the food could digest better and they're getting you know, higher in pesticides some of them are adulterated so the kind of food so so i wouldn't say go back to uh, your grandmother's time 100% but at least the thing what we can learn from that is eating more home cooked food and eating more of your local cuisines and using more of the local ingredients like for example in the south it's like uh, millets which are used quite extensively especially in villages and more in the city uh, wheat and rice is what's uh, promoted but then we are slowly now moving into millets because it's more beneficial so i would say look at their local food and look at uh, the way it was cooked at home uh, but yeah those two is what we can learn from our grandmother's time so i'm a big promoter of uh, local uh, ingredients so i would say that's what we need to learn from our olden times of how to use what's uh, locally available and eating as much as possible home cooked food than eating food that's available outside i would love to understand you know when when you start a new diet what happens to the body and the mind like when you kick start something different right so uh, like i was you know saying earlier when we talk about following a diet most people are only talking in terms of weight loss and then if they are again looking at quick results we're talking about fat diets or short term so now if you start something like that uh, suddenly which is a sudden change from your regular routine uh if you are very motivated and you have the will power to do it then it's not going to affect you that much but if you are you know if you're not very motivated and you're just trying it for the first time you might feel hungry you might uh, develop uh, gas or acidity you might develop headaches and uh, all this will say a pause or a stop on your progress because you will feel i can't do this i can't follow this diet because it's affecting my life it's giving me other issues but this is in terms of a crash diet or a fat diet but if we uh, don't uh, modify the plan too much if you don't modify their diet too much and just make it part of their lifestyle taking into consideration what is the food they're already eating what is their uh, work like what when do they sleep when do they work and then try to give the food items and dishes and so that it fits into their life easily then it will really not affect their body and mind you know you 
it should just be part of your lifestyle so that it's easy to follow and that way they will be able to follow it for a much uh, longer time with uh, no symptoms or any issues or uh, hunger cravings or uh, sweet cravings uh, unless of course their diet was very bad and then you uh, put a stop on their uh, portion control or on their sweet intake then the first uh, two things that they'll complain about is uh, i'm feeling hungry this food is not enough for me or uh, i have a sweet craving post every meal or post a lunch and you know these are just some of the issues but ideally uh, you shouldn't face a lot of trouble if you're starting on a healthy diet plan you spoke a little bit about the kind of background and information you collect right rather than just choosing a pre-prescribed manner correct yeah why i'm so the consultation of a doctor or a nutritionist before choosing the best diet for you is something you obviously recommend right see if it is just about uh, clean eating it's just someone who wants to you know just maintain a regular healthy lifestyle you do not have any health concerns or fitness goals or something it's just regular life then there is a lot of information available out there which might be you know confusing especially if you just google it so if there is something that you are not clear about then i would say definitely consult a nutritionist but if you have health issues or if you have a particular fitness goal or a health goal then you have to get in touch with a nutritionist because they will be the right person to make the right diet plan for you you know considering all your uh, health your height your weight your uh, you know uh, family history past history food habits everything because if you're not going to consult a nutritionist and just make the diet plan yourself uh, there's a high risk that you know some other health issues may crop up which you don't have earlier so if it is uh, uh, with particular goal in mind or any issue or health issue reversal definitely get in touch with a nutritionist but uh, if you have it's just about regular health maintenance then avoiding you know all the deep fried food high sugar food high salt consumption simple tips will also help you absolutely yeah before we wrap up i'd love to get a preview into how nikita's diet looks like <laughs> well uh, at the moment uh, you know my diet is a little uh, strict i would say and uh, i think uh, with uh, especially since uh, new year christmas and also it was my birthday in december and uh, a lot of things that happened it between december and uh, now jan so a lot of people do complain that oh my god you're so strict just take a break once in a while but uh because i'm in this profession and i've been following a healthy routine for such a long time i don't have any craving or i don't feel like i'm missing out on anything it's just part of my life so i don't find it boring uh but one thing i do not like is <laughs> vegetables i have to accept that fact but i just eat it because i have to eat it but i don't like veggies right. <laughs> you know but a typical day in my life i would say i eat um i eat eggs and uh, i do drink a you know post workout whey protein shake uh, my lunch is usually either it can be ragi it can be brown rice uh, chapatis uh, simple um, it could just be a dal or a chana or uh, some you know lentil and uh, of course a bowl of veggies and curd and my dinner is usually it could be um, it could be tofu it could be paneer or chicken or fish or Uh, one of those with a i would say half a plate of uh, vegetables and in between these during my snack hours it would be fruits nuts and uh, protein bars or energy bars so 
pretty much it's the same food i would say every day for the past 5 uh, 6 months wonderful that yeah. that is a quick preview of <laughs> a simple clean diet plan if anybody out there is looking absolutely, for one absolutely yeah but i'm not saying i don't cheat but of course when my birthdays and occasions and everything came in between yes i did have that occasional cake or sweet or a glass of you know wine on christmas but that's about it the remaining 6 7 days of the week is you know it's it's clean perfect so there you go if even if you do have that slice of cake it's about getting back on track and staying the path absolutely yes yes there you have it folks Your approach to food planning could be made fun without needing the almighty willpower. Build in treats every day if you need in moderation of course. If your plan feels too regimented or even depressing, the less willpower you need, the easier the diet plan will feel and before you realize it, it has become your new habit. After listening to Nikita, I have an idea for creating and sticking to my diet. Let's make a game out of it. Each day I follow the plan, I get a treat sticker. Four treat stickers mean one ultimate indulgence. Mine is either a samosa or a glass of wine. Do this with me and send me your gamified diet chart either on at @getawesome on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. That's at @g e t a u s u m. or email us on steepedawesomet.com that's s t e e p e d at a u s u m t e a.com i'll soon be sharing mine until next time stay awesome